welcome to season two of the Anxiously Engaged podcast. I am your host, Rachel Curfew. But if we haven't met yet, I'm a wife, a mother, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and a certified coach specializing in anxiety and helping individuals live their life even more anxiously engaged. You might be thinking, what does that mean? Being anxiously engaged is quite the opposite of being anxious. It's about stepping out of anxiety, out of your fears, and out of the shadows of your life, and moving carefully into the light where you get to really shine as you live your life filled with passion, excitement, and energy. Welcome to the show. Welcome to season two of the Anxiously Engaged podcast. If you are one of the sweet people who've been listening to a season one and helping us grow and following along, I just want to give you a sincere thank you. I really appreciate you. Podcasting has been something I didn't know if I would like or not, but it's been such a joy and I've had the pleasure of meeting some really great people and interviewing some really amazing human beings and we have lots more of that coming for you this next year along with great tips and strategies and things you can do to help reduce anxiety and fears in your life so you can be more anxiously engaged. So thank you for joining us. You know, 2021 started off a little rough. We're about a week into the year and there's been a lot of chaos and commotion and confusion in the world, especially here in the United States. And with that, it's triggered a lot of people's anxiety alarms. You see, when we get really uncertain about things, our alarm goes off because it's trying to protect us and say, hey, wait a minute, things don't feel certain here. Things don't really feel good. And so thankfully your built-in alarm system triggers to get your attention to say, hey, let's pause for a minute and let's balance the scale between certainty and uncertainty. Today, I wanna talk about that just a little bit so that we don't get so stressed and we don't get so overwhelmed. First and foremost, I think one of the things that we need to do is make sure that the crazier the world is, the more we go inward and heavenward. When we connect our spirit to God's spirit, we feel peace and we feel safe and we have a bigger, more eternal perspective. And so I challenge you, if you're struggling and you're caught up in the commotion and the confusion of the world, just turn off the news, stop scrolling on social media for a few minutes, and go to God. Whether it's through prayer or meditation or scriptures, he will always ground you and keep you anchored in peace and moving forward into the light. Now, I also want to share with you today some tips that I've used with my clients and myself that might help you kick off this year as you're trying to look for those things that are light and beautiful and move you towards your goals and your hopes and your dreams. And will also help keep you from procrastinating 
feeling overwhelmed and triggering that anxiety alarm. Now, speaking of procrastination, do you procrastinate? I do. For some people, procrastination is actually part of their unique anxiety signature pattern. You see, someone's anxiety alarm might get triggered. And then once that's triggered and that person becomes overwhelmed with the emotions and feelings of fear and anxiety, they don't know how to turn off their alarm yet, so they go small. They curl up in bed, they curl up on their phone, they watch TV, they do something to stay small, to try to make and numb that feeling of that anxiety alarm go away, to make it stop. But you see, then we procrastinate the thing that we fear the most, or the thing that moves us closer to what we want most, and then we feel guilt or shame or embarrassed or awkward because now we spent time curled up in bed avoiding and we don't feel good enough and then we feel like we're a failure. And then here we go, caught in this vicious trap of anxiety, fear, overwhelm, procrastination, shame, and guilt. That's not a great place to live. I encourage you today to move, pack up and move out of that pattern because that pattern will only keep you stuck in fear and in confusion and in darkness. Now, if you know me well, you know I talk a lot about the adversary. Satan is real. If I could share some of the lessons I've learned in my life one of them that I know with 100% certainty is that Satan is real. And he wants you to stay stuck in suffering and darkness. He does. He wants you to stay there with him, scared. And the best way he can do that is make you feel like you're not good enough or not worthy. But that's not true. You see, he's, he's lying to you. He tells you, whatever he thinks you might believe to keep you in the darkness, in pain and suffering, like he is. He wants a buddy down there with him because he's so lonely and it's dark and scary. But that's not where you belong. You're not his buddy. You need to get away from there. And that means you've got to take two millimeters of tiny action. Two millimeters is all of tiny little action to help move you to being more anxiously engaged and doing that thing that you really want and care about. And Satan's gonna fight you on it, but you gotta just tell him where to go. He doesn't belong. Break up, he's not your friend. Don't listen to him. Now you'll probably hear me talk about him lots more over this year because there's going to be a lot of confusion and chaos, I think, this year. Just because we turned a calendar page doesn't mean the world magically changed. So we've got to do the things that fill us up, light us up, move us forward two millimeters at a time, safely, carefully, strategically, so that we can figure out what our unique anxiety signature pattern is 
turn off our anxiety alarm and avoid the things like fear and overwhelm and procrastination that keep us stuck in guilt and shame. We gotta break that pattern. So today I wanna share with you seven things that I have found that help just a little bit when we're trying to approach a really big task or a new goal or a new project and the overwhelm starts to come up and the procrastination then kicks in and then we just don't get anything done. So let's see if we can do something about that as we kick off this new year so that we don't have to suffer any more than necessary. The first tip I wanna share with you is to divide up a big task. Divide up a small task. Divide up any task into two millimeter bite-sized pieces so that you can be successful. Two millimeters is hard to fail. If you only have to take action or measure progress, do it in two millimeters. You can do two millimeters every day. So even if it's something like, I'm just gonna rearrange the toothpaste drawer, break that up into two millimeter size tasks so you can be successful and not overwhelmed. Your anxiety alarm does not get triggered when you're doing something that tiny. So put the toothpaste cap on the toothpaste and put it in a drawer. That's a two millimeter size win and that makes forward progress. The next thing is though, if you have a bigger project, make sure you've arranged and planned and scheduled enough time to do the task. Maybe it's a bigger task like rearranging a whole kitchen or painting a room or getting to the gym or something else that requires steps and planning. Make sure you plan the appropriate amount of time. Don't start a project when you only have 20 or 30 minutes and you know it's a big project. Make sure you block out time appropriate so that you're not stressed or you start and get in the middle of it and then can never get back to it. If it requires 15 minutes, schedule 20 or 30 and then just do it one day, but do it in two millimeter bite-sized pieces. Now, here's the thing. You might schedule the appropriate amount of time. You might plan it out and break it down into two millimeter size pieces. You might even have gone and gotten all the little supplies or tools or whatever you need for your project or your goal. But then anxiety kicks in and the what ifs kick in. And then the overwhelm and then forget it, let's just print it off. We'll do this later. And we procrastinate, it kicks in. So I want you to start with a win before you even start your project or your goal or whatever it is that you're gonna be working on. I want you to really think about and not just think, like truly ponder it, visualize it or write it down so that it's anchored. But what is your why? Why is this important to you? Why do you really want to do it? What's the positive outcome or the reward if you do it? You see, if you can think of all those reasons and those reasons are strong and powerful, that why is strong and powerful, 
it's a lot harder to self-sabotage because your why will be stronger than your fear. Now, the next one I want to share with you is do it in the morning. If at all possible, get that unpleasant task done first thing in the morning. Just get up and do it. Don't dread it all day long. Don't procrastinate it all day. Don't find a hundred other things you could do instead. I'm guilty of that. If there's something I'm really putting off and I really don't want to do, I go clean the bathroom. And then halfway through the bathroom, I go, what in the world am I doing? I'm cleaning a bathroom. That means I'm avoiding something. I don't know why, but that's my go-to thing. If I'm cleaning a bathroom in the middle of the day during work hours, it means I'm avoiding and procrastinating something. I create another project to avoid the original first project that I really need to do. We call that creating a safe problem. That bathroom has to be cleaned. It's so bad. It's dirty. I've got people coming over. I've got to get it cleaned. It's a priority. And I create that problem. And it might be a real problem, but I make it a priority over my original project so that I can avoid and procrastinate what it is I really need to be doing. So check what you're doing throughout the day. Are you avoiding? Are you procrastinating? Are you creating safe problems? If so, schedule time first thing in the morning to just get it done. It's that whole swallow the frog. Just get up and do it first thing in the morning. Get the unpleasant task done and then you get to start your day with a win. And that's powerful because now you've created energy and momentum to get other things done. Start in the morning if possible. Another tip I would recommend is if you can, to tell somebody about your project. You see, when we tell our friend, our sister, our mama, our girlfriend, or whatever, uh, whoever, we say, hey, I've got this project. Today I'm gonna clean out my closet. And I'm a little overwhelmed by it, but I'm gonna do it. Well, now not only have you become accountable and you get a chance now to be true and honest to your word, a person of integrity, but sometimes the people who love us will cheer us on and check on us and help make sure that we're doing it and getting it done successfully. So tell somebody what you're doing. I have a lot of ladies who don't feel like they have friends or family they can share that stuff with. And that's what makes the Anxiously Engaged for Women Facebook group really special. Is I've had women over the years post things like that. And they'll post before and after pictures even. And then we get to cheer them on. And they get to be excited. And that's really important when somebody accomplishes something and we cheer them on. And that's the last tip I'm going to share and I'm going to come back to it in a minute is about celebrating your wins. But before I do that, I want to just share one more tip. If you're having to deal with paperwork, now here's the thing. I know we're living in a digital age and paperwork piles are becoming less and less. 
but some of us who are a little old school, like me, we still have a lot of paper piles. Journals, notebooks, bills, stacks. I've got paper all around me all the time. If you're like me, I'm going to give you a challenge. The minute you get the paper, instead of piling it up and getting overwhelmed and consumed with it and then procrastinating it and then having to face it again later, I encourage you to take the three D's, pick one of them and decide what you need to do with that paper in that moment. The first D is just do it. If it's a bill that can be paid and you, you have the money and the ability to pay it, just do it right then. Just do it so that you don't have to think about money or, or um, logging in and um, paying that bill or mailing a bill or whatever it is. Just do it so you don't have to face it later. If it's not something you need to do, but it's something, a, a, a project or a task that needs to be done that you can delegate, which is the second D, delegate it. Do that. Just delegate it and get it off your plate as quickly as you can. And the third thing is dump it. Maybe it's just trash. If it's just trash, trash it, dump it, get rid of it. You don't need to keep it on your counter or on the end table or something where you have to come back and deal with it later. Just dump it. So those three D's are do it, delegate it, or dump it. So let's get back to those wins. Remember I said that sometimes in my group, I've got ladies who feel like they're kind of alone in the world. They don't feel like their husband or their daughter or their mother or their friend would cheer them on. Well, that's what the Anxiously Engaged Facebook group is for. It's a place where you get to come and we get to talk about not only how you can be more anxiously engaged and move out of those anxieties and fears in your life, but you get to celebrate your wins. When we celebrate our wins, it does several things. Number one, you get excited. You see, if you do something that's worth being proud of, not prideful, but proud of your accomplishment, proud of your efforts, of those two millimeter success stories, we get to cheer you on. We get to celebrate with you. And we get to then be inspired by you. And that creates energy and momentum. And that's what changes the world, is a little bit at a time where we take two millimeters of successful action, we share it, we celebrate it, and we inspire each other to do more. It's such a beautiful process. But the other thing is, think about something you did that was kind of hard. Maybe the first time you opened up that closet to rearrange it or organize it, maybe it was too overwhelming. Maybe you started and then quit. Well, the next time you go to open up that closet to work on it, your anxiety alarm is going to get triggered because the experience you had earlier wasn't a win. It wasn't positive. And your brain is trying to protect you from feeling that pain and suffering again. So think about it. The second time you open up that closet and your anxiety alarm gets triggered, if you have not yet learned how to turn it, that anxiety alarm off yet, you're going to not be successful. You're gonna close the closet door and get back on your phone or go clean a bathroom or curl up in bed. So when you post 
or share with a friend and they get to cheer you on and you actually have a successful win, well then, now, when you open up the closet the next time or a, even a different closet to rearrange or organize, your brain doesn't get triggered. What happens is your brain says, hold up. Last time we did this, last time we organized something or we tackled a tough project, we broke it down into small bite-sized pieces, two millimeters in size. We made sure we had enough time and all the supplies we needed. I knew my powerful why, and I shared it with a friend. I got up and did it first thing in the morning. I was successful. It was a positive experience. I set myself up for success, and I had a win. And when that happens, cleaning out a closet, starting a project, starting a goal the next time, your brain's on board. No anxiety alarm, no fear needs to be triggered. You had a win. And the more of those two millimeter wins you have, the more successes you have that we get to cheer with you, we get to celebrate with you, the less that anxiety alarm gets triggered the less fear, the less overwhelm, and the less procrastination, which means you broke the pattern. You freed yourself from that cycle. How would that feel? How would that feel for you? And where would you feel it in your body? Think about that. You've had successes in your past. Where did you feel those in your body? What if you could feel that even more? This year, 2021, I want you to feel that good feeling. Those wins, those successes, less anxiety, less fear, being more anxiously engaged in your life. And I invite you to join me on that journey as I do the same for me in my life. And we can do that together through this podcast through the Anxiously Engaged Facebook group and cheering each other on. Are you ready to do it? I am. And let's do it together. In the meantime, have an anxiety-free and a gratitude-filled day.